Tech is good. Okay. We're all teched out. All teched up. Or teched out. There's really no approved way of saying it. It's up to you. Or out to you, I guess. Welcome to the Dan and Jordan Show right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. You are tuned in for a half hour of super fun made up comedy by Dan and Jordan. And that's us. We're going to make stuff up and have a good time. So come along and listen to some things that'll make you laugh. Just like every Saturday at 7, we're here to ensure that you have a good time. That's right. And hey, if you like interacting with things, because obviously you interacted with something to get here, why don't you interact with us at Good Improv? That's where you can send us stuff like words, pictures, all sorts of good stuff. Send us something and we'll use it as inspiration on the show and make up something fun with it. The splinter in your arm is very infected. Well, it hurts quite a bit. I'm going to leave that in there for another six months. We'll see how it's doing. That's kind of what you said six months ago. And I was hoping that maybe things would get better. You are my doctor, so I take your advice pretty seriously. Good, as you should. I've been doing the daily mud rituals you've requested. I've been putting mud on the wound. It seems to have actually made it worse, if anything. Oh, well, I thought you would enjoy some time at the spa. A nice mud bath, make you relax. Take your mind off of the splinter in your arm. Oh, absolutely. And I felt very relaxed until the severe fever hit. How long has your fever been lasting? Um, you know, on and off, six months or so. Okay. No, we're just going to leave it for now. We'll see how it's doing. Okay. Yeah, give it another six months. That's what I think. Six months later. I'm sure you're wondering why I come in here with only one arm today. I actually went to another doctor and got a second opinion, and he he told me that my arm had got gangrene. Gangrene? Yeah, during all that time. If I would have had the splinter removed on day one, everything would have been fine. And the mud stuff, which I thought was soothing at the time, yeah, that actually that actually was a big contributor to the, the whole gangrene. So... That's why I got it chopped off. He suggested I have it chopped off. It's excellent. It looks like it's doing well now. Well, no, it's not doing well. It's gone. I have phantom limb syndrome now, so nothing hurts now. It still hurts, but I don't even have the arm there anymore. I mean, you're not sick. Why are you here to see me? I'm your doctor. Well, okay, that's a fair point. But I actually, I got a, a splinter in my other arm here now. Oh, let me have a look at it. I hoping you'd take a look at it for me. You know, the body naturally rejects these things. I'm just going to say just leave it in there. Okay, well, I mean, you're my doctor. I'll I'll give it a little while. Okay. Six months later. No, well, thanks for uh, seeing me again. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of very similar to the way it happened before. I left it in there for the six months. I did the mud stuff. Does it hurt? Well, I mean, yeah, it's been hurting immensely, obviously. It's kind of pulsating almost. You have a pulse. It's probably you pulsating. It's very hot. I do know that. Hot to the touch? Listen, I'm thinking... My hands this... are a little bit cold. I'm just going to no, hold don't. them here. Oh, well, I'm your doctor. I mean, you could have washed your hands before you touched it. No, I don't believe in washing my hands. You know, you know, germs keep you healthy, you know? I'm thinking of going back to the other guy. Do not go back to the man who gave you the splinter. That would be a very bad idea. No, not idea. the splinter guy. I'm talking about the guy who cut off my other arm, you know, the other doctor. Why would you go to a man who cut off your arm? Well, this feels a lot like the gangrene from before, you know? Have I ever cut off a limb of yours? No. Have I ever harmed you in any way? Well, not not directly. I mean, maybe through an action, perhaps. But well, I'm just hardly through an action. You've seen me four times that I can count here in recent memory. It's all That's over the of, last two years. You know how hard it is to get an appointment with me. It's very difficult. 
Now, look, I think your arm would be okay. Just leave that in there, you know? Your body will kick it out when it's done with it. All right, fine. Six months later. Well, I can't actually believe you're right. I am now suing the other guy for malpractice because my arm got taken off. He told me it was gangrene. Turns out my, my new arm is my new arm. I think of it as a new arm because it healed so well, you know? It's stronger than ever. Oh, well, looks like it's doing great. Yeah, it's doing fantastic. I, I'm i sorry I doubted your expertise. Fair enough. Cost sorry. me my arm. Are you sick or something? Or what? The, why are you... <laughs> well, yeah, actually, actually, I am. I, uh... I got this big spike in my guts here, as you can see. Oh, let me have a look there. It's like a splinter, but it's much larger. Feels like this one should come out. Just a layman's opinion. Well, now, I know a lot of people think, oh, I go to see the doctor all the time. I spend a lot of time getting operated on. I practically have the knowledge of a trained medical professional myself. Let me assure you, there is a slight but important difference between a patient and a doctor. I think I'm going to leave that in there for a little while. See how you do in the, I don't know. Come back and see me in six months. All right. One year later. I miss that kid that used to come around here. wonder what happened to him. Robots can impersonate people, and it's very important that we keep them out of places like this. Because we're the resistance. We're fighting against robots. Why, so if a robot were to get in here, turn the whole place upside down. Start doing things differently. Oh, okay. Okay, Dad. This is your home. Okay, well, I don't and want any... I know any... You, want, you want a pet real bad. I do. I want a pet. But I don't want a robot, obviously. I don't want that coming in here. Well, unfortunately, a robot is all that I could afford this Christmas because real pets have become unpurchasable. And robots are all we have. So I'm not happy about this. That's no, the free market. If robots are more important than real pets, then... I mean, it's just a supply and demand thing. Everybody's getting these robots. Unlimited cheap robots. That's hard to resist. Glad you know so much about this great country and how these markets work. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I'm just interested. It's my hobby. Good for you, son. Good for you. But I was thinking, Dad, is this the reason that, that Mom moved out? Because she was a robot and she was trying to do things differently and you didn't like that, so she had to go? Mom moved out because she doesn't love you anymore. What? And I think that's really between you and her. Dad, I just kind of want to stay out of it. Dad, come on. That's not a credible story. Mom loved me to pieces. Mm, pretty sure she said she hated you as she, she was leaving. No, she called my name out as she was leaving. Yeah, but in an angry way. No, it wasn't. A, it was very, very tearful. She was feeling very sad. I could tell. Tears of rage. This robot... Uh, I'm not happy about this filthy, disgusting machine being in our house. If you're up to me, this bucket of bolts will be on the scrap heap. I was thinking of calling him Scraps. Well, that's a good name for a dog. That's probably what he'll be after he burns out, fries his circuit, whatever happens to him. But that's not going to happen for many years, though, right, Dad? Well, I don't know. I got a real cheap one, you know? Cheapy, cheap model. These kind of crap out a lot. Look, the point is that you're going to learn a lesson about death as well at a young age. What? Yeah. Well, don't, Dad, you just removed his logic board there. Well, I don't like dogs that have logic when I don't. So I'm going to go ahead and disable that now before that dog logics its way into power in this household. All right. I don't want the dog to take over either. I'll charge it when I want to charge it. I'm not going to have it figure out that the power supply in the wall can bring it back to life. Oh, is this 
is this what mom was talking about as well when she was saying you're being illogical and irrational about all this stuff? Oh, she was saying that I was being illogical and irrational when I told her that I was going to make a career as a mugish- musician. A, a musical magician? magician. Wow. That's what I want to be when I grow up too, Dad. Yeah. Well, that's my dream for you, son. But that's between us, magicians. Okay, well, if Mom was saying that, then she must have been a robot, because that's just crazy. Well, she, I don't know if she's a robot so much as an evil person. What? But, again, that's between you and her. Dad, she loved me, okay? we Obviously, that's true. You interpret her actions however you want. All I know is she destroyed all your toys in the driveway. I saw you doing that. You were hitting them with a hammer. And recording just the hammer part so I couldn't see who was doing it. And then you tagged it from mom and sent it to me. You, what you saw was me reenacting it because I couldn't figure out. I was watching it at the same time. You saw me holding my phone, right? Yeah. I was watching the video and I was trying to figure out how she could have done that. I tried to go through the motions myself. I heard you impersonating her voice so it would sound like she was screaming at me. It was just me trying to empathize, trying to think from her perspective like, wow, how could she say something like that? Could I say something like that? Let me try in her voice because she definitely did this. Well, then why'd you send it to me? I sent it to you because I love you, son. Well, I love you too, Dad. And I wanted you to see what a monster was like because that's that's just terrible. But it's something that you need to see as a young boy to become strong. Become a strong man. I want to believe you, obviously, because you're my dad and you bought me this great robot dog and all, but... Not a great robot dog, just an average, kind of lower price model. Well, I'm a young boy. My first robot dog should only be a lower price model. I'm not ready for that kind of responsibility. But mom sent me an alternate video. She sent me a video she was recording from the bushes, actually, that shows you recording the video that you were making. Well, you know, she said she didn't do it and that she loved me lots and she would love for me to come live with her. Did she? Yeah. Did she really? Well, if that's what you want, buddy, I guess I can just roll this dog back up. No, no, I want want the dog. Well, I I don't think your mother would like that, now would she? She always was against me getting a dog. Yeah, she was. She's not going to let you have one there. And if I'm, you know, sent away, then you won't be able to keep your dog here either. So no one's going to be able to take care of it. I don't want to lose my dog. I mean... It is what it is, son. Well, if I have to choose between my dog and my mom. And you do. I'm going to choose my dog this that's time. A good, that's a good idea. Because, you know, the dog's going to burn out after a while. You told me that. It's going to be a, a quick burn. And then I can get back to mom again after, after the dog's burned out, right? I, exactly. She's not going anywhere. No, no. Well, I mean, she might be. You know, who knows? I don't see women her height living very old. <laughs> She's a very tall woman. Six foot seven. Are you sure she's not a robot, Dad? I was a mechanic for a number of years. Spent a lot of years around machines. You'd attract that kind of a woman. I would. I often smell of motor oil and desperation, but I couldn't say for sure. Every time she and I did it, we had the lights off. Well, I don't need to hear about that, Dad. I'm a little young for that. Well, I mean, it's the story of your creation. I don't think you're too young to find out how you were made. Let's look at how this dog was made. You can probably find a video of it. You know what, son? Let me have a moment with the dog. I'm going to chat with the dog. I'll send send no, you out of the room okay, for a second. Fine, yeah, I'll just leave. You chat with the dog. I just want to have one last moment with him. Okay. All right. One last moment. Uh, just one moment. Okay. Just one moment. All right. I'll, I'll just step outside here. I'm sure the dog will be perfectly fine. Check my phone. <laughs>
I'll just take my phone out here. Find my hammer. Oh, son, I don't love you at all. This is me smashing up your dog. Yeah, hey, Mom. No, I was just talking with Dad. Yeah, uh, he was talking to me and said you didn't love me and all that. and You know, I'm, I'm glad... I'm glad I called. I really wanted to talk to you. It's nice to you. Oh, Daddy, you done it? I, I gotta go, Mom. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Love you, too. Bye. Bloop. Bye, darling. Oh, son. Oh, I'm I'm getting a text here. Oh, are you? It's coming from your phone. From my... Well, I just, I just sent you something. Your mother was just here, and boy, was she upset. I was just talking to mom on the phone in the other room. Were you? Yeah. Oh, you must have caught her just as she left. Well, what that the heck? A thing? I should have. I should have called. Scraps yours. is all smashed up to scraps. She came in here. She saw that you had a dog. She was very, very disappointed in you. She said you were a little monster, as you can hear. And on then she the, smashed up the dog with a lot of hammer strikes. That looks a lot like the hammer you were using earlier, Dad. She used my hammer. I'm not going to deny that. I tried. I tried to interfere, but that's not reflected on the video, Dad. I don't see any struggle here. It's it's uh, it's in the background noise. I was there. It doesn't appear to be edited. This is the raw footage, Dad. Well, well, she's a vengeful woman. I hope you can forgive her, because I know she's not going to forgive you. <laughs> You've been enjoying the Dan and Jordan Show right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. Keep listening for more made-up fun. And if you have liked what you've heard so far, then give us a like, give us a follow, at Good Improv on your social media. We've been vampires for like 250 years now. Something like that. Gotta be honest with you. Okay. The first 100 years of being a vampire were really fun, right? But the last 150 I mean, I really haven't been that great. Well, what do you mean not that great? Well, I miss daytime. And I mean, I put on a lot of sunblock and I just, I can't go out looking normal. Yeah, you don't want to go out there uncovered. Yeah, it's just weird. I just want to be myself. Well, you are sun, being yourself. Having fun, but not, not really. I mean, I'm myself at night when I'm a vampire, you know, flying around, being a bat, checking out caves, whatever. Vampire stuff. What are you doing checking out caves at night for? What do you mean? During the day is the perfect time to be checking out caves, my friend. No sunlight in caves. Exactly. So why not go check them out at night when I can fly as a bat? The Nighttime's the time you're free to move around. There's much more interesting things to see than caves. Caves are super interesting. They're full of stone. It's like a stone house. It's like living in a castle. It's the closest we can get to living in a castle this part of the country. No castles around here, but a cave. Now we're talking. Well, I have something to say to you then, if we're being all honest vampires today. Okay. I've enjoyed the 250 years. I have no complaints there, but lately I've been thinking, you know, you've been more interested in flying off in the middle of the night and going to these caves, apparently. I didn't know you were going to caves, but you've been more interested in that than you have been feeding. We haven't had dinner together in months. That's true. months. That's true, and that's something that I'm glad that you brought up, uh, because I want to have dinner with you. Oh, you do? I do. I was eating a human the other day. I saw you flying over in bat form. You looked down, sent a little ping of sonar. I know that it came back to you. 
Look, you always eat people that are so boring. You never eat anybody that's interesting. That's the thing. I mean, you're going after librarians. You're going after people who don't speed. Yeah. When's the last time you ate somebody fun? Huh? When's the last time you chomped into, like, I don't know, like a chef? Chomping into a chef chef in a while. They always have garlic on their uniforms. Like one of the the ones that banters with you at the table while they're cooking the food. Those guys have garlic all over them. Go for a vegan. Again, the garlic, right? What are vegans going to be using? Hummus. Seeming a terrible word. A person who doesn't speed is the perfect person to be targeting as a vampire. Yeah. They move slow. Too easy. They're ripe for the plucking. Too easy. Get a runner. I guess, but then I have to do all the swooping and flying as a bat and catching them. Yeah, so you don't even like being a bat. No, I don't like it. You'd rather just be a dusty old vampire. Not sitting. dusty. I'm not dusty. You got dust on you right now. Well, I I got de-dusted a few weeks ago. I thought it was still in effect, but... And ever since they started dusting for vampires, it's been harder and harder. That's all I'm saying. Drawing attention to yourself by... By what? Going to a cave? Well, caves, but also by eating these standout people. You know what? I'm going to take a stand against people then. I'm not going to eat people no more. What are you going to eat then? I'm going to intermittently fast. And I will feed on animals. Animals. eat, Eat more beef. Animal blood has nowhere near the nutritional value of a human, and you know that. I would have to consume a lot of cows to make up for my lack of human in my diet, I admit. But steak is one of my favorite meals. Well, I'm not going to the vampire bars with you then if you're going to have, you know, cow on your breath all day. What do you mean if? Well, when you have cow on your breath all day then. What do you mean when? Are you eating cows right now? Smell. (sighs) Oh, God, that's gross. Oh, that's gross. It gross. It's delicious. Barbecue sauce. Oh. Barbecue sauce. So good. If you don't drink human blood soon, you are going to expire, okay? I've been getting a little, you know, for lack of a better expression, batty. I think from lack of blood. See? That's actually, it. You maybe. don't get the nutrition you need. What am I supposed to do, you know? Everybody's got their blood locked up in a blood bank, and I don't got nothing in the blood bank. Well, that's because you're wasting your time flying out to these caves all day and night. Caves get a bad rap, first of all. You get a bad rap. They're a place you can do all sorts of things in. Different kind of caves, too. Some with uh, stalagmites hang from the roof. Kind of like we do when we're vampires. I mean bats. No, when we're I vampires. I spend as little time vampires. as a bat as I can. It's all vampire time if I can help it. I do like the sonar capabilities of a bat. It's a good tool. Just like turning into a mist. That's one of the only times I'll pop into bat form, honestly. If I want a sonar, find something, maybe lose my keys, boom, I'll bat for a minute. I enjoy the power of flight. I get to, you know, I can eat some insects. Insects? Why would you want to eat insects for? I got to make up for the lack of blood that I'm getting from humans. Okay, well, are you at least eating mosquitoes that have sucked human blood? No, I would never do that. I'm trying to stay off the blood. Oh, jeez. So, I mean, it's tough because it's tourist season and mosquitoes are biting a lot of people, so the pickings are quite thin. That's a lot of people who wouldn't normally be around here. That's blood you wouldn't taste normally. I'm not going back to it. I'm swearing off blood. Okay. I'm telling you. Okay. You're depriving yourself. Intermittently fasting. It's discipline. <sighs> what is that? A flask? What's what's Just in that? A flask of blood that I brought to smell whenever I'm feeling a craving. <sighs> now is a tough time. I'm really feeling like having some blood, so I, I'm just gonna smell it. Did you don't drink it. Come on. <laughs> if you're trying to stay off the blood, then don't drink it. Didn't drink it. 
I don't want to be responsible for you're licking your fangs, okay? I can see the blood on there. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to be the one responsible for putting you back on the blood if you're trying to get off it, okay? I think being a vampire should be voluntary. If you don't want to be a vampire no more, that's up to you. I do want to be a vampire again. Well, vampires drink blood, okay? So you got some tough choices ahead of you. <laughs> this is a really cool zoo. I got to say, I'm very impressed with all the exhibits. I think it's cool that instead of focusing on animals for the zoo, that items have been focused on. Yeah, it's interesting. I would have expected animals when I came to see uh, what was here. Me too. Can they really call it a zoo? It's kind of a museum. Well, I mean, kind of. They don't feed the items. No. They do make an effort to put them in their natural habitat, though, which is nice. I mean, a DVD looks at home in a bookshelf. Surrounded by other DVDs. They've got a nice collection of DVDs. It is a good collection, actually. It's a pretty impressive collection. Again, a collection. That's kind of a museum thing. You don't see a collection of zebras, for example. I guess that's true. And look at this. Chairs. A furniture collection. Well, do we just sit on these and rest, or is this part of the... Well, there's no glass. This has got to just be some seats we can sit on here. This can't be part of the... Let's just have a little rest on these chairs. Hold on, hold on. There's a sign here. It says, do not enter the encagements. Objects may attack if provoked. Well, I mean, it's just a couple of chairs. Well, I... What the hey, whoa, 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 oh, whoa, that whoa. This chair just took the keys out of my pocket. Well, I'm glad that you drove when we came here. I still need the car keys. Just because I drove, I still used your car keys. But darn it. Well, I don't want to fight a chair to get them back. We'll just have the car towed home. Wait a minute. Whoa. No, no, no. No, you're going to have to fight that chair. Oh, oh, God. That chair just kicked me right in the shin. You're just going to let that chair take take those keys? Well, he took it from you. The chair took the keys from you. I really think that was just because I was holding them. I think it was you it was mad at. I mean. That did kick me in the shin. It kicked you, yeah. It only took something from me, just an item. It probably just wanted something for its collection. Fine, okay, I'll I'll fight the chair and we'll get the get the keys back. Yeah, you're gonna get revenge. Okay. You're already one down. Okay, here we go. Okay. Huh. Good. Got the keys. I've got a few splinters in my arm. I'd like to get looked at at some point, but Yeah, geez, I didn't expect nah. those to come out I'm of I'm sure it. it's nothing serious. Alright, well. Okay, let's just on to the next let's exhibit. Let's just go to the next exhibit and see. See, even we're calling them exhibits. That's true. This is an odd zoo. This is an odd zoo. I'm thinking that maybe we should skip the Olympics this year. We always go to the Olympics. We do our ski jump, win the gold and the silver. One of us gets the gold, one the silver. It alternates back and forth. We're both great. I just think we should skip it this year. If we skip it, there's no incentive for anyone to see it. Because, let's be honest, people like what we do. They like our tricks. They like our hot dogging. But to skip the Olympics, to deprive people of that, just because we're upset, that's kind of selfish. Well, the last Olympics was a bit mismanaged, I would say. It was, as Olympics often are. Usually, we expect, as we normally would, to be kind of the face of the Olympics, you know? The ski jumpers, the ones they really push forward. And then last year, they have that curler as the main guy. Throwing rocks. Just throwing rocks. What is this, shot put? Yeah, excuse me, are we at the summer games? So, I'm upset. 
and I want to protest that. I still think that we should participate in the Olympics just because the world deserves the display of athleticism. But I know what it's like. You go out there, you feel like you give it your all, and behind your back, the team is getting drunk inside of an empty luge. Yeah, suddenly all the coverage is focused on, oh, a bobsledder died on the bobsled track. It's like, okay, that's great. But we got two world-class ski jumpers in their prime, shushing down the mountain. Yeah, shushing and whooshing. I like to shush the crowd before I jump. I also do, too, so that they give a respectful silence. So when I land and the applause hit... That beautiful moment. What a feeling. Yeah. What a feeling. Unbeatable. Well, I mean, there is one way to beat it. Let's be honest. We've achieved our highs as Olympic ski jumpers. Absolutely. But we've kind of been chasing that dragon for a while. Okay? Every jump is a little bit less satisfying. Sure. So I put forth, once again, I know we've been doing a lot of these Olympics. You never agree to it. I put forth that we hunt a person. Instead of ski jumping? Well, not instead. I'm not saying let's give up our passion. Okay, good. It's crazy. But what about this human hunting thing? Yeah. So it's the only thing that I think will provide enough of a rush to compete with what we're doing ski jumping. This is why we should keep doing the Olympics because I'm telling you, we take one Olympics off, I'm going right to hunting. Okay, fine. Well, we don't want you hunting mankind if we don't have to. We'll keep doing the Olympics. But if there's another atrocity this year... Or if hunting becomes a winter Olympic sport in conjunction with ski jump... It would be nice if we could get that in. Ski hunting. Scunting. We could shorten it to that. I'd be a gold medal scunter. It's it's a good first draft of a name. (laughs) Working title. Probably the title of my autobiography. After the Olympics. God, that felt great. Yeah. Cold gold medals. I'm really impressed that they decided to recognize that this year. Yeah, me too. And who would have thought that scunting would have become an Olympic sport? Well, yeah, I meant to ask you about that because I didn't get any notices about scunting becoming an actual sport. You had told me you'd been practicing, but I didn't get any word that it was going to actually be included in the games. Yeah, I'd been petitioning a lot. Lobbying is powerful. Are you telling me that this was just, you know, a thing you did? Everything is a thing I did. Was your scunt officially sanctioned? Well, I it was. It was, you know. By you or by the Olympic Committee? By me. You know that I got myself Olympically ordained online. Well, that's not the same thing as being a part of the Olympic well, Committee. Well, technically it holds the same amount of weight. I mean, we only, we only loosely recognize their authority anyway. I guess that's true. Olympic Committee. You well, and I didn't elect them. We didn't elect them. We had no say in their appointment either. I agree with that. But they are considering trying you for murder for for scunting a guy. Well, we'll see what happens when the results come back in. It was a clean kill. It was very clean. Nobody's disputing the skill with which the man that you killed was killed. Those numbers don't lie. 10, 10, 10. I trust the judges in this instance. I think the judges... Nailed it. That was being awarded for the jump itself. And even though you shot the man, the result was flawless. It was a perfect jump. Thank you. But I like to think it was for both. This is the problem with going abroad for the Olympics. Back home, we're national heroes. You can do all the scunting you want. Nobody's going to say anything. The government will just sweep those bodies away. But when we travel here to a new land, they're not as lenient. So now you're going and adding scunting into the mix here. You're throwing off the balance. Look, I just knew I'd be great at scunting, okay? And you have been great at it. It's just not an officially recognized sport. Not yet. 
Give it time. Let people get a taste, you know, and a lot of them did because the guy was in the crowd. I guess a lot of people probably thought it was crazy when somebody picked up a stick and hit a ball with it. And now Major League Baseball is America's pastime. This could be the next national sport. We cut forward one year. Local ski jumping legend arrested for the murder of 50 people during what he calls his skunt training. Thank you for enjoying another episode of the Dad and Jordan Show right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. Every Saturday at 7 o'clock, you are the lucky person who gets to hear a half hour of completely improvised material. And it's all designed to make you laugh. So kick back, enjoy some fun stuff, and let us know what you thought of the show. Follow us at Good Improv on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us a picture, send us a word, send us a phrase. Send us whatever you want, and we'll turn it into some fun and broadcast it on the show. 